Okay, and I hit the wrong one. Let's do this again. From the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker, we're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. Live. Welcome to the resistance, people out there, and we are live, but we only don't we don't have a lot of viewers, so that's kind of really bizarre. Huh. I'm going to make sure that we are broadcasting on all channels, including the main channel, because if not, there's something going on here, but we're way less than what we usually are. Maybe they just didn't notify people? I don't know. Let's go ahead and take a look here. All right, now it's starting to come in. Oh, hell yeah, I'm a Deadpool fan. All right, yeah, I guess uh, the alerts have went out a little bit late, but it looks like people are starting to come in now. All right, my name is John Crump. I'm an investigative journalist with Amalan.com. I am also... And I hit the wrong button. Uh, I'm also the heavyweight champion of journalism. And I am joined today by my co-host, Flying Rich. How's it going, John? Uh, John? Not bad. Not bad. Long time no see. Long time no talk to. Damn, yeah. I got to yeah. get you the right audio. <laughs> Yeah, they 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 alert went out late, and we are also joined by Rod from Aegis Gun Care, the maker of the famous Joe Juice. We are brought to you by Tusk. Tusk is a cryptocurrency for the firearms market, and apparently, the guy that comes on our show a lot and sponsors the show has no idea what time we do this show because he called literally seconds before we went live. Tusk is a cryptocurrency focused on the firearms market and not clocks, apparently. Proudly sponsored by TUSC, the only cryptocurrency designed with the firearms market in mind. With three-second processing times, it's the fastest cryptocurrency on the planet. On the planet. With lower transaction fees than traditional credit cards, it's perfect for your e-commerce needs. For gun guys, buy gun guys. Visit TUSC.network for more information and join the digital revolution. We are also sponsored by Black Swan Tactical. Black Swan Tactical is my t-shirt shop. I own the bitch. So that's where we can get neat little t-shirts and patches like the FFOA collection. Prouder the proceeds go to help 2AEDU make content. The Tony Simon collection goes to Diversity Shoot. The Flying Rich collection goes to Flying Rich. And Key Askey, by the way, picked your patch yesterday. Oh, cool. Cool. I told me had to. Yeah, apparently it did. Okay. With that, one more group I had to thank, one more company that makes the world go around for me. And that is JFD Supply. JFD Supply makes some of the sickest 
P320 kits on the planet. They also sell P80 stuff and they sell slides and everything else. They also own Patmos. By the way, you can get this hat, the Ever Vigilant hat at Black Swan Tactical. All right, with all that out of the way, don't forget you can always uh, subscribe to me on Patreon at patreon.com slash John Crump. And one more plug, guys, and this will be it, I promise. If you want to help Cub Scouts, you can go to crumpy.com slash popcorn and uh, buy some popcorn to help support the Cub Scouts. Link is in the description and has been shared out. All right. One more. No, I'm just joking. All right. Let's get to uh, what's up, guys. Uh, Rod from Aegis Gun Care. How are you doing? Doing really good. Yourself? Doing fine. Been fighting with uh, senators and everyone else. Um, but it's the story for another day. Um, so you are the makers of Jojus. Yeah, among other things, uh, we we I guess our new and up and coming product, from the way it sounds, from Joe is going to be Jojus. So, yeah, but better than Michael thing. Jackson's Jesus Juice. You have a good point there. Oh. <laughs> Dude, you got a weird case of the Tourette's. You know that. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what? Anyway. It's kind of kind of dark, dark here. So tell us about your company. All right. Our company, like, like we said, um, we make firearms cleaning products. Our main products are a lubricant and a cleaner. Um, our, I guess, would tell people our flagship product is our lubricant. It's one of the few, let's say, um, lubricants on the market that's heavier than water. Most are petroleum-based. You pour them into a glass of water, they kind of float across the top because they're petroleum. Ours has got a higher specific gravity than water. Pour it in water so it sinks all to the bottom. And in turn, what that does to help to your gun is it, it gives you true water and moisture displacement on your firearm. Instead of the moisture getting under the lube, Ours keeps it repelled, so just a lot more longer-term protection. On yeah. The top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just told that Rich loves lube. Aegis lube. That, that's yeah. lube I love. So, how'd you get into the market of uh, developing a gun lube? Well, I didn't specifically develop the gun lube. It's let me jump back a little bit. Six, seven years ago. After I'd been in law enforcement for quite a few years, and then, as I say, I prostituted myself for money and went to the oil and gas industry. Did pretty well there, had fun, did that, and then decided it was time. That was taking a downturn, and I thought, okay, it's time to get out of there. My wife and I both were in the, that industry, and I wasn't good for both of us to be there. So my employer helped me out. I was an um, operations manager. He helped me out in my decision. I got laid off. So I went and started looking for something just to do. And I found a franchise store. It was called the gun cleaners. I bought a franchise. My wife and I bought a franchise, opened it up in spring, Texas, ran that for several years. Then the opportunity came to buy, be a co-owner and buy the whole company outright to corporate. And so we did and did that for a few years. And then in May of this year, a lot of things happened in life. I left Texas, went back to Idaho where my wife's family is. She wanted to be close to her parents and brother and all of her relatives. And my family's in Idaho and mostly in Wyoming as well. So we did. And at that point, I 
left the gun cleaners, just made an agreement with my partners and I left, not really with a plan, just, okay, it's time to do something different. And encouragement with quite a few friends were like, hey, you you got you guys got a good product. So why don't you rebrand and start over? So I did. And after a lot of talking with attorneys, trying to figure out names, people think coming up with a name for a product or a company is just that easy. Yeah, well, that's not true. About the first few we picked, my lawyer, she shot me down quickly. She said, now that's a trademark violation. Move on. So we finally came up with Aegis. And for those that don't know what Aegis means, it's from Greek mythology. It was actually the shield that protected Zeus and Athena. And since our products, or sorry, our lubricant is a shield that protects your firearm, it just seemed to be fitting that we go with Aegis. And oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So now my wife and I run the company. Um, well, what, we all know the truth. I just act like I run it. <laughs> so she's got a real job so she's the money behind it she keeps us afloat so i just get to go do this yeah isn't it amazing how certain things can come out of diversity some good things can come out of diversity oh yeah no i no matter what it is there's always most like I said, even in bad tragedies if you look deeply or wait a month or two after something it always seems like something good comes out of it you know, so, and we're going to see so far it's been doing really good. I was actually shocked at how well we took off, you know, yeah. so I wasn't really ready for it. Um, so I've had to do some catch up and, but we're getting there now. It's been quite nice. Plus we've had a lot of support from people we've met along the line. I think that was the cool part about starting the second company, doing the second company is I already had a lot of contacts in the industry. So it kind of made that a little bit easier. All right. Uh, Joe Morgan says, Flying Rich, ask what part of Idaho. I'm by Boise, but I'm not in Boise. I actually, yeah, I see that. Um, we're actually in Nampa. We're just right outside of Boise. Yeah. Um, and Key Askey wants to know, it's not just label relabeled uh, fire clean, is it? Oh, please, no. No, we, we're, it's a relabeled product that the other company is still out there. My former partner, they're still running that company. And it's just a relabeled of what we ran there. It's not fire clean. I mean, uh, was fire clean the vegetable oil? Which one was that? Yeah, uh, there was a thing that was saying that fire clean was vegetable oil. Um, but, uh, I don't think I've ever released it because I, I got busy on other stuff, but I actually did get it tested and it wasn't vegetable oil. Well, really? There's been several of them that yeah. said were vegetable oil. There were several products out there. You know? Yeah, there was, uh, there was a company uh, or, or a publication that ran an article said they had it tested and it turned out to be vegetable oil. Um, fired clean back in the day and I felt bad. I just got busy with other stuff uh actually gave me some money to go hire an independent lab to test it out and they said it wasn't but i bought it off the shelf too so yeah well there you go i mean there's a lot of good um, cleaning products out on the market there's no doubt about that and there's also some real junk out there too so 
we like to think that we're one of the better ones out there and most of our customers agree with that which is good yeah because it's a, it's a highly competitive market believe it or not yeah it, it is and some people try to um some people try to market with like ludicrous claims oh um, I've, I've seen some yes yeah like really ludicrous claims uh and like when you test it it's just not true <laughs> see we don't we just don't make a lot of claims I, our biggest claim is that we're heavier than water and that i can scientifically prove um we are the other things we have going for us is we have um, built-in friction modifiers we have built-in rust inhibitors so it's not just a lube it's to be put on all the metal parts of the gun and rubbed in and let it soak into the metal because then it prevents rust the rust inhibitors along with being heavier than water it just works and it's kind of funny i a lot of times people like fire clean. I'll talk to somebody at a gun show or somewhere they'll go, so is your product as good as? And they'll name any number of products on the market. So I got sick of, not really sick here, and I thought it was funny. So I got a new t-shirt. I'm coming out on my website. And I have our logo. Then it's going to say hashtag just as good. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, why why is the market the the solvent or the oil market or the lube market, why do a lot of company, you might not know this, just some, why do a lot of companies in this space pet out these ludicrous claims? Well, I think to make yourself noticed, you have to have, and we do it, we have one, we're heavier than water. There has to be something to set you apart. Yeah, right? but heavier than water, that's something that scientifically can be yeah. proven and it, it it's it's doesn't violate the laws of physics no it doesn't i think the other thing too is to believe it or not i think some people don't realize when they get into business some people are in it for a marathon are in it for a sprint and not a marathon we're in it for the long haul this is a marathon that's not a sprint we're not in to make a few quick bucks and then be gone i think that's what people do and they think that the average person is stupid which I'm not going to argue that the average person isn't. Some of us are pretty dumb on stuff, but. I, I... Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to say it, but I was talking to a, another lubrication company that was pitching me all this BS. And when I said that that's not right, it's like I, I have a little background in chemical engineering and that's not possible. And they're like, what, 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 what? I said, if you had that, where's your patent on it? Because that would be revolutionary. And they were like, uh, we don't have a patent because of trade secrets. I'm like, uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Ancient Chinese secret? (laughs) Apparently. Actually, there's somewhat of a truth to that that I found that once we got in this business is a lot of people that do in the chemical industry, especially the way attorneys explained it to me is, a lot of people don't patent stuff because in the chemical, you only have to change a certain little percentage of it and run it as your own. And you, to get a patent, you have to give up your recipe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's that not is true. Entirely not true. I mean, so well, I mean, yeah, I mean, th- that's true, but uh, these claims were, but the claims, yeah. When you, when you look at them and they're like, you know, that's, that's not possible. That can't happen. And I've heard a few of them too. And I've had people at gun shows come up to me and say, 
my best friend's brother's lawyer's aunt's maid has this product that they made in their garage. They're trying to market it. It does this, 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 and this. I'm like, yeah, okay. If it's like that I, great. I have one company tell me that it will improve my shots by a quarter MOA at 100 yards. I think I know what company you're talking about. And I'm, so, like, uh, I'm like, yeah, no. I try not to make any claim that I can't back up. <laughs> you know, that, you know, we've had some things that the, let's just say that other people have told me are attributes of our lube. But I can't back it up scientifically, so we don't push it. We just keep that stuff to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. But, your your lube is uh, pretty good. Uh, there is a question uh, about the future rag t-shirt. Any... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I see that came from Ghost Tactical, too. Yeah, Trey's when a good I... guy. Yeah, Trey's a great guy. I've known Trey for several years now, and he's actually been a big supporter of me starting over. So, and actually, we debuted the new company on his on his podcast. And I don't know if it was the pre-show or after-show. We were talking about how people a lot of times use T-shirts as cleaning rags. And Trey goes, "Man, that's what you should put. Aegis Gun Care shirt. Put future gun cleaning rags." So I have a shirt on my website now that has our logo on it. And then in parentheses before, below, it says future gun cleaning rag. And Trey threw it up and I said, what the hell? We'll run with that. Yeah, that's that's re that's really cool. I haven't had a chance to try out some of your lube, but I definitely want to. Um, I know Rich swears by it. <laughs> I cold rod up and I say, oh, my gosh, it's solving all my problems here. Hey, Rich is a smart guy, so we'll give him that. <laughs> One thing I do see you guys sell, you guys sell like kits or something. Yeah, I actually Which have. Which I think is really cool. I'm glad you mentioned that. Because I have to have, just happen to have one in, on hand. Yeah, we got these kits that, this is actually the second one I came up with in the last month and a half. The first one was a field cleaning kit. But the way these came out about is that I'm a shooter myself. I love to shoot. I have... Well, according, as far as the government's listen, I have no guns, but I love them. I love everything about firearms. But anyway, so I was always looking for a gun kit for myself as a consumer that's small, compact, got everything I need in it, and I couldn't find one. Couldn't find one, couldn't find one. So I thought, what the hell? I'm in the industry. Let's just make my own. So from the consumer standpoint, I built a cleaning kit and found these little packs they got Velcro on them. We put our patches on them. And inside they have our lube, our solvent. They have a microfiber cloth. They have brass rods. They have the um, cable pull-throughs, cleaning patches, four different, I think this one has four different calibers of brush, brass brushes. They got cleaning jags in there. Just about everything, well, everything you need. This one's, this is our advanced handgun cleaning that's our newest one. And so, yeah, I love them. And these have been incredible. We've been to two gun shows with them so far since we brought out. And we just almost sell out every time. People just love them because it's a grab and go. It's all there quick. It's got Molly on it. So you want to hook it to your mm -hmm. battle bag, hook it to your belt, whatever. And you could take our, for some reason, you think our patch is horrible, which would mean you're not intelligent because it's a beautiful <laughs> patch. But 
take it off and throw your own company patch or whatever you want on it. And I'm actually working with some dealers right now that have their patches and or this. Yeah, see, there you oh. go. And <laughs> a couple of the dealers are wanting to buy them at wholesale, which we're going to sell them. They're going to we'll sell them to them without our patch on it because they want to put their own patch on for marketing. That's and cool. I said, hell yeah, I'm all about that. Yeah, that 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 really works. Uh, you can sell them to gun stores without the patches and have the gun store stick their patches on. Yeah, and they can run them as their own gun cleaning kit. I mean, that that's a that's a really smart idea. Yeah, it's something we've been pushing, and we got two stores right now that we're talking to about it. You know that are they're all about it. They love the idea because they can have whatever they want on the outside, and I'll support. One of them's a friend store that he's doing. I'll support them all I, I can. But when it comes to the end of the day, it's my products, my wife and I's products inside, and our information to buy more. So uh, that that's uh, really cool. That is really cool. So, what is your background other than what you've told us? My background, for the main part, was law enforcement. And local, state, federal. I was local. Okay, I'm going to make sure you're not a fed. No, I almost was. I was that close for going to work for U.S. Customs as an investigator, but many years ago. But yeah, um, I, I saw a bunch of uh, C, uh, CB, uh, CBP guys um, training when I went and picked up my uh, PSA dagger today. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, on, on, a, on a personal level, each individual guy, there's a lot of guys that work for the feds. I got a lot of good friends or ATS, DEA. And so, so no, I was local. I worked for two sheriff's departments and one police department. And then inside law enforcement, I, I think I worked patrol for a total of nine or 10 years with, and then I was an investigator for three or four years worked narcotics. I was firearms instructor with the department. I was on our SWAT team. Had a lot of fun. It was a good time. No, he didn't work for, with me as a fed. <laughs> no, no. I, I was talking to you the other night, and I mentioned I had, I, I, oh yeah, I was like, dude, when I go into this building, I have to leave my gun out there in the car because you know when you go through uh, DHS, DHS security, he's like, you're a fed. I was like, no, no. I was like, dude, it's in the same damn building. Like it's DC. Well, yeah. <laughs> Throw everybody's a rock, a you hit a fed. Yeah, because everybody's a fed there. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, 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 nope. I do not work for the federal gov government in any yeah. shape or fashion. So you said you have friends in the ATF. I've I've met not that I really keep in touch with anymore. I just worked with some good feds. I got a really good friend with, with DEA and stuff like that local here. Not good people. Okay, what to say? The, I'd like to have for you the most part. Yeah, well, I. I not, the name's not David Chipman, is it? Oh no, no, no. Waco Dave, no. <laughs> He's a little bit wow. salty. I don't know if you've read any of his op eds lately. No, but he went down in flames, and that's a good thing. He's very salty. Yeah. At least he's salty somewhere other than the DEA, so. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's I mean, back working with Giffords. Yeah, yeah, well. Yeah, so uh, his AFT days didn't really last too long. That's that, that's good for all of us. There, there is one question that I'm dying to ask you. 
Do you know okay. Brandon? Do I know Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I cheer Brandon on every chance I get. All right, just making sure. I, I hear he's a great football player. He's a great basketball player. He's a race car driver. He does a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was watching a college football game and they're cheering on Brandon. So that, that boy can run good with the ball, can't he? He's quite the so I went to a Gators game two weekends ago with my father-in-law who paid, who's a liberal. And I heard them chanting, let's go Brandon. And my wife got mad at me. She's like, did you get up and chant also? I'm like, no, I was being respectful to your dad. She's like, you know, I got a tongue lashing for that one. How could you not support Brandon? <laughs> Everybody wow. needs to support Brandon. And you an can American buy the mugs. Fish. You can buy the Let's Go Brandon mugs over on Black Swan Tactical. I'm not sure if you've seen them, Rod, but they are yeah. adorable. Hey, you might have to get me one. I, I have a thing about coffee mugs. I have a bunch of them. Yeah, well, this uh, the Let's Go Brandon mugs are adorable, and they're available for a limited time at Black Swan uh, Tactical. I don't know. I'm, I'm all over the place over there. there. I'd love to support Brandon. I love him. <laughs> there you go. How much is the mug? It's on my, my phone. I can't read it. Uh, free shipping for twelve ninety nine. Oh, okay. Not bad. Not bad. It's a pretty good deal. I'm yes. probably going to have to order one of those just to put in my mug collection. I like that. Yeah, I made it of a joke, and it's really been selling really well. <laughs> I... Oh, God. I oh, see wow. Richard Monder, our brother from the UK out there, was wanted to give a big shout out to Richard Monder out there. Is it free shipping to the UK? No. No? All right. Richard, Richard's planning on coming to visit me, so you, you can just ship it to my house and I'll give it to him. Yeah, I, I, do, I do ship to the UK, but it's not free. It takes like a long time. I don't recommend ordering from the UK unless you're willing to wait. And Richard Monder is willing to wait. He is the reason why we ship to the UK, by the way, or in Europe. Well, it's. I tried to ship some lube and solvent to Canada to a guy that we were trying to work a project together. Oh my God. That, that was a mess. Why, why was that? Well, US Customs. I didn't fill out the form right, and then they called me, and then it was this, and then they didn't know if Canada would let it in, and the U.S. Customs, and finally, it got through to the person. After about, yeah. it's about six weeks. I, I know what I know what you need to do is you make a giant Kinder egg, and then you put it inside of it. <laughs> that is well, true. In customs, in everybody's defense, I filled out the the custom declaration form wrong to start with. First time I did it, I kind of made a few critical errors that warranted a phone call. So, yeah, well, that's why we—that's why we have a we, our, our company, our shipping company, actually handles all that. Yeah, that's the smart way to do it. But I—I I learned the hard way. Always, I'm going to slow with that. I think. Yeah, it's just—it's—it's uh, it's a minefield, man. It's just so much stuff. That's why we don't now. I don't ship out of the U.S. anymore. It's. We don't do it the other US. I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, if I was doing it myself and I didn't have someone helping me, I would have not do it. 
but just I don't know. I mean, I always thought Canada was like part of the United States, so I don't know. It's, well, it's kind of like your retarded cousin. Did I say that out loud? I didn't say that out loud, did I? And demonetization, demonetization going. Rich's goal is to get us demonetized every single episode <laughs> somehow. Well, uh, the last one I watched, he started picking up items and playing with quickly. So, yeah, he, it looks like he's trying. Do not, do not grab your bullpup Glock. Is this good enough? It's yeah. a Pez dispenser, giant Pez dispenser. Yeah. Nine millimeter. There, there you go. Yeah, you know, um, so have you guys messed around with the dagger at all? I I wasn't Just invited to the hacienda for the uh, meltdown of the dagger, so no. I don't know if I like it. Really? Yeah. Well, John, we all know you're frugal and financially constrained, so I figured the dagger would be the perfect firearm for you. Um. Yeah. Uh, it, it's 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 a thick boy. Really. Yeah, the the grip on it is a lot thicker than my uh, my G nineteen. Okay. And the magazine doesn't sit really flush. It kind of sticks out the bottom a little bit. Gotcha. So I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna have to go shoot it, but I'm just like, huh. Ergonomically, I'm not too big of a fan on it. Of it. Now, did you get the one with the RMR cut? Yeah. And what optic are you going to put on it? Probably going to put no optic. Yeah. Not for now. No. Uh, I have a. Uh, I'm going to stick a. I got a couple optics that I'm going to run. Um. And one right here on this one and stuff like that on other guns. So I got about four optics I have to buy to stick on firearms. So I don't want to add a fifth optic. I don't want to do over a thousand dollars worth of optics, and plus, uh, I have a suppressor that's going to be coming from Foundation Shop as well. So uh, a oh, three hundred no. blackout suppressor. Oh, cool! Don't For you D. know? That's Go what ahead. You're supposed to do. I was going to say, don't you know what you're supposed to do? Is hang as much crap off of every gun as you possibly can. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that that's something that you can do. Um, it's really funny to look at some AR-15s, and they have about like forty pounds worth of stuff on it. Well, to tell you, one of the things, one of the main things that we did under the gun cleaners, and they're still operating on this model, is have ultrasonic cleaning tanks, and customers bring their guns in, and we would clean them for them ultrasonically, which is a deep down incredible clean. I'd be surprised some of the crap people would bring in on their AR-15. Put MacGyver to shame. And it'd take you an hour just to dismantle it and put it back together. Yeah, I looked at it. I was like, this is an AR-15. It's not a goddamn Swiss Army knife. Oh, yeah. It was, you some know. of them were incredible. I was like, like, oh, my God. Yes, and here's my blender in case I want to make a margarita. Exactly. There's no, there's no situation in combat you could run across, and they, some of these guys wouldn't be prepared for it. I have a 45 degree sight this way. Then I have a 45 degree sight this way. 
And then if I have to shoot upside down, I have a sight down here. And I have seven different colors of lasers. Yeah. I got the green laser. I got the red laser. I have the IR laser. Yeah, it's incredible. I have the magnifier. I have the non-magnifier. I have the UV filter. I, I don't know, man. This happened. Uh, CloverTac is saying, what is up? What's up, man? Yeah, I, you know, maybe I'm old school. When I was on a tactical team many years ago, we had a um, EOTech and a light with a pressure switch. That was it. Nothing more needed. Yeah, I run a, I run an EOTech on my uh, my battle rifle uh, with a uh, Surefire light. Um, what else do you need? Yeah, that, that's basically all I have on there. I'm not That's doing right. anything special. Not pinning bipods on there. And a chainsaw and a um, mortar launcher. Yeah, I'll have to do I, I did buy the domain chainsawbayonet.com. Why? Because <laughs> I thought it was funny. And I put up an image of a AR-15 with a chainsaw bayonet. You know, they actually thought that was real. <laughs> that was USA Today, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, USA Today ran an article about how people are putting chainsaws on their AR-15s. Which is just ridiculous. It comes So I, I photoshopped, you know what, a pole saw is a chainsaw about this big on a pole. Yeah. So I photoshopped a pole saw onto the bottom of my AR-15. Yeah, so USA Today had this big hissy fit because they thought people were painting chainsaws on their AR-15. But think about it. It's not a bad idea for a tactical team. You, one guy can do everything. He's your breacher with his chainsaw, and then he can answer. He does everything. It's not a bad idea. Or if you're fighting zombies. Yeah, that That's... You can definitely, you can definitely uh, use a chainsaw with zombies. So, you you have inside journalist information that USA Today thought that was real. Yeah. And where did they get that idea? <sighs> like, because before that, I've never seen. You know, I'm a gun guy. I, I would see stuff, you know, stupid stuff. Look, it, Eric, you know, Iraq veteran, he, he did, he had like everything on an AR-15 and it must have been like 40 pounds and he didn't even have a chainsaw on it. Well, I'm, I didn't know it came from you. <laughs> Here's an article about it. Uh, let me see. USA Today gets trolled over chainsaw bayonet. USA here. I I, I got a I got a picture before they brought it down. Give me one second. I'm not sure if this is yours or not, Rich. Oh, but this is the um. This is the picture that fooled them. 
Yeah, no, that's no. I actually photoshopped a picture of an AR-15 and a pole saw together. Oh, okay. Somebody, somebody. That, you... that was the picture that ran in the USA Today article. Yeah, because they they did a blue image of an AR-15, and they had other things on it. Yeah, and they're like, and there are articles about, hey, yeah, the you know people are putting chainsaws on AR-15s and. And then they're extra lethal. It's like, dude. Uh, it's like, come on, man. Damn it. What the hell? It, oh, it yeah. kind of took off with the sticker and t-shirt world, too. There was a lot of them made as a joke. Making yep. fun of them after that, too. Come on, man. There we go. Uh, and Kathleen, music lover, I have saw that I I did see that before. Yes. What the hell is that noise? Oh, did it that come year? through? Yes, yeah. it's coming through. Yeah, somebody was calling me. <sighs> hey, Rod, I am looking for a Booker producer to hire. <laughs> <laughs> Would you have any interests? Rod, take my I job, please. <laughs> doing that. Because uh, the guy that is currently doing it hasn't been doing a good job. No, seriously. No, he's been doing a great job. You've been doing a great <laughs> job, Rich. So what's Come coming on, up? Get you on. I, I know where you live. And I know where your real house is. Yeah, you see my real house, and you know what happens if you try if you try to come up to it. You get smoked. No, I have like a CIA safe house or something. I don't know what the hell it is in my neighborhood. Um, and that's Rich always says that's my house, but it's uh, it's the most. Okay, imagine what you think a CIA safe house would look like. Just you know, from a movie or something. Very nondescript. This one's very <laughs> descript. <laughs> Does this say CIA safe house? No, no. It has cameras in the trees. It has oh, signs everywhere. God. It has like a kill zone. It has a uh, like a gun I, range in the back. It, there's a no fly zone over it. It's like yeah. There's there, there's a an FAA. Yeah, but but if you look it up on 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 the website, if you look up the address, there's no house there. Every every six feet, it has a sign that says "No trespassing," alternating with a sign that says uh, "Camera, you know, video surveillance." Blah blah blah. Yeah, and, like, and what we need to do is, I want to get a sign that you know, like, stick it in the grass that blinks and you know says "CIA Safe House." No, no, it, I'm not sure if it's CIA or not, but it does have a private road leading to a a secondary road that only they can use. And and it's been removed from uh, the property tax rolls. So yeah, you so you can't look up property tax. Maybe it's the aforementioned David Chipman living in your neighborhood. David Chipman <laughs> does live somewhere near me. I'm not sure where. Well, you know now. Yeah, he, he does live in my zip code, though. I do know that. But see, that's when I moved out from Houston out to Idaho, I had... Every house out there, all of our neighbors, everybody has tons of security cameras around your house, everything. I got here to 
to Idaho and I was going to start putting them up. And I thought, God, do I really want to do that? Because people are going to think I'm some kind of freak or I'm a drug dealer. So haven't quite done it yet. So I you got to disguise them. You got to put a birdhouse. You know, you got to have a birdhouse facade on it. I, I I have cameras, but I don't have cameras like like this. I don't have cameras in like every tree looking out at the road so they can see who's approaching. Type stuff. Well, I, I don't know. I had a neighbor in Texas was a prepper guy, and he I think he had cameras and the um ground monitors and everything around his house. Yeah, this is what this does. But yeah, the but the no fly I, I fly drones, right? You can't fly over this house. It's geofenced off. Well, if you want to find out who the house is, fly over it. You can't. Well, if you even attempt to, somebody will come knock at your door and at least you'll know what alphabet organization it is. <laughs> no, but uh, like I, I like tried I tried to fly over it and I have a DJI drone which is like geofenced off and it would like it's a hard stop. It's like software stops. So you can't override it to fly. Yeah, you just gotta build your own drone. Yeah, you gotta build your own drone, but for that's something that the normal person couldn't get done. They can't, you know, me being John Crump, I can't go to like DJI and say, hey, you need to geofence off my house. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're saying. I thought you meant normal person can't build a drone. I'm like, really? No, no, but get your property geofenced off. Well, once you get through, you'll quickly find out who they are. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about just driving up and just jumping the gate. You'll find out that way, too. <laughs> that's probably a quicker, that's a faster way to find out, actually. Make, make sure that your wife knows what you're doing. There's a stack of cash on, on the kitchen table to bail your butt out of jail. Or insurance policies paid up. Good, good point. Yeah. Uh, Grillers and guns have uh, a good thing. Buy a cheap Walmart drone that will probably fly through a geofence. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, just make sure it doesn't have GPS on it. Yeah. Huh. There you go. Well, you know how to find out now. Make go, sure you video it all though. Go on eBay and get a FedEx or UPS uniform. Pretend like you're trying to deliver a package. Hey, <laughs> they do it, so why can't we? You never know who your UPS guys are. I I delivered a package of dope undercover as a UPS guy. So yeah, yeah, I've seen that happen. <laughs> oh my god! So people are shipping that stuff through the mail. Yeah. And then uh, you haven't left. heard of the Silk Road, yeah, White yeah, House on yeah. uh, or White House is I guess that's the big com. one on. No, not WhiteHouse.com. White House oh, on, uh, on the Don't go to WhiteHouse.com, whatever you do. No, I don't think it's what it used to be. Oh, okay. But it's, it's a great way to blow somebody's mind. When we did it, I left and the team hit the house right behind me. I just drove the end of the driveway and walked back in. And the guy was handcuffed and he got pissed off wanting to know why the UPS guy was still there. <laughs> still had dawned on him. Not... <laughs> he, wanted the U he was yelling for the UPS guy to be removed from his house. Yeah, whitehouse.com white is now a uh, a election betting site. Oh, okay. Cool. It's an, yeah, the the old, I know what you're talking about. 
I, I, it, what it used to be. Because uh, when I worked tech support, my first job in tech, we would have people calling up and saying, I tried to go up to the White House and you guys sent me to some porn site. Like, oh, no. No, no you got to take whitehouse.gov. Um, it's totally different. Now it's a uh, it's a betting site. No, but there's a White House on the dark web is a drug market place. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. Being yeah. that I do neither of those things. Since Silk Road shut down uh, and Silk Road 2 shut down, it is a marketplace. Um, so when people refer to White House on the dark web, they're talking about a... Uh, a a uh, drug site, uh, but it, it's like the second biggest. The first one is probably ran by the feds. <laughs> you think? I mean, it's it's most likely. Uh, 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 that's that's the rumor. It wouldn't um, be shocking. Yeah, you have a. Uh, White House Marketplace is the big one. Um, uh, the ones that are uh, probably ran by the feds. I do a lot of research on this because I just find it interesting. Is uh, is a uh, world market. It's probably ran by the feds. You have Alpha Market. Uh, Dark Node Reborn is another site. I don't know. Wish.com. Dark market. No, not wish.com. The division that fulfills the orders for the uh, solid traps and uh, full auto Glock sears. Yeah. You have D-Bay. D-Bay? <laughs> yeah. No, I'll tell you, the stuff that's on there on the internet, just, I had no clue. Many years ago, I worked at... Um, international big child porn case and some of the sites that we it just blew me away i had no idea that shit was there like wow it was shocking yeah, yeah. that that's got to be a rough being on the law enforcement end of that's got to be hard that's that's got to be yeah I, very dis- distasteful to deal with yeah but it's is it's probably the most rewarding oh thing i bet at the end of it that i've done it probably was there was one uh, dark web uh, gun market called the Arsenal, which sold like black market guns, but it, it shut down because it was non profitable. <laughs> what? But no, because their crap kept on getting intercepted. Oh, okay. So you can't it, make money on the dark web with guns. Yeah, you're, you're just not very good. Yeah, but you know when they ship it, because like you know the drugs, they ship them and they like hide them and stuff like that. A guns, it's a little bit harder to get through an X-ray machine. A little bit, yeah. So it just wasn't very. It was called the Arsenal. Uh, Ross Albrecht, um, the Dread Pirate Roberts, the guy who ran the Silk Road, actually tried to start it up, um, and it failed because of. It was just too hard to get stuff through. <clears throat> I'm a yeah. tech guy, if you can't tell. Yeah, I kind of kind of figured that out. 
And I'm not. I became one sheriff's department when I was working that child porn case. I basically became the computer es- expert in our de- detective's office because I was the only one that understood how to do control alt delete. So oh no! I therefore, I therefore became the, the basically the computer expert. Wow, the FBI actually has some freaking incredible computer guys. Well, so does the um, U.S. Customs. Yeah, yeah, they do. They're 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 ICAC people and stuff. They, they I went to we with that big case. Went to a few conferences with them at the D.C. and stuff. And some of their capabilities that they have, the FBI and Customs, is mind blowing. Yeah, and they, I, have NS, they have NSA if they need it. Uh, I I used to do NSA stuff back in the day, years ago, guys. I'm not a Fed <laughs> anymore. <laughs> no, but yeah, uh, one of my friends uh, is a computer investigator, for, uh, forensic investigator for the FBI. Super sharp guy. Uh, he investigates uh, child porn. Yeah, and uh, like that's all he does all day, and I think he uh, he has like PS a PTSD because of it. Uh, yeah, some of the crap that you see, I wouldn't you be able see to see some some horrible stuff. But like I said, that sucks. But it's just probably the most rewarding thing I did in law enforcement, though. Yeah, well, that's Back. what he talks about. He said he hates doing it, but he likes the results of getting these scum people off out of society and then you get you put them away like our big in this big case i worked we put like 40 or 50 people across the u.s and everything in jail and the guy my case centered around we got him like a life sentence so he's still somewhere here in idaho spending his time in a jail cell which is a good place for him with jared yeah with jared wow what a what a backfire of a spokesperson that that was for Subway. Well then, well then, look what they jumped right into. So they're just obviously not good at figuring that out. I mean, I I, I think he's still on his foot long diet, but it's just a different type of foot long. <laughs> oh, 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 ow, ow! I'm bringing I, the heat today, guys. I saw a meme right after that happened, and it well it showed him going into a jail cell with a gentleman. The guy said, "Welcome to." Was it Bubba's Way, the subway or something? It was hilarious. Nice. Yeah, he was a he. He's a, he's a scum bucket. I mean, there's there's lots. There's a lot of sick people out there. Well, that that's what I. You know, I I think we we when I say we, I don't mean me, but I think um, TV movies do a disservice because a pedophile looks like any one of us. Oh yeah. You know, they, they don't, like, have a hump on their back and, like, a eye that's got a scar over it. And, you know, it, that's, that's what I think is the tragedy of it, is that these people could be anybody. Well, that's just that. That and also serial killers. You always ask somebody, so what does a pedophile, a serial pedophile or a serial killer look like? Explain to me. What do they look like? Anybody else. Then you, then you throw as far as serial killer, then you go, well, take a look at Ted Bundy. So. Mm-hmm. The all-American boy. Oh yeah, uh, they just identified the uh, uh, the Zodiac killer like yesterday. Serious? Oh, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. He died in 2018. They were able to uh, family DNA. Yeah, DNA and stuff like that. Um, and then they took his name 
And just to make sure that it wasn't somebody else, they took his name and one of the unsolved anagrams, his name was the was the key. No. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's remember how he said he had it was remember how like in the letters he was saying, I, I hide my name. Yeah, that's hmm. Well, his name was actually the key to the anagram. That's also one of those things. That's another thing that the federal government, the FBI, and behavioral science guys, they're actually pretty good at doing. You're going to get caught eventually. Well, this was a, a, this was a private organization that had 40 investigators from the CIA, FBI, former, like, former, like, really good people, like, top yeah. people. That's where they all came from, though. And they, yeah, they yeah, that's where they all came from. Yeah, they're, they're, I got the chance to work with a few of those guys and stuff on a case or two, and it, it's pretty impressive. They're pretty good at what they do. Yeah, I'm seeing what his name was. Uh, da -da -da. uh damn it. No. Hold on. Nobody updated Wikipedia. Damn. John, the investigative reporter, doing online live investigations. No, um, it's not. It's not Greg Cooper, was it? No, no, it was. Because uh... I thought Cooper, after he left the FBI, and then he was like a chief of police in Utah somewhere. I thought he started up a a private group, and they were doing that kind of stuff. Uh, Case Breakers is the name of it. Uh. Uh, his uh the the zodiac soft name was Post something Post. Hmm. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, I mean it, it's from yesterday. Gary Post. Interesting. Yeah, man, it's like it, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's very interesting stuff. That takes about most of all the big ones that were unsolved or are solved now. Yeah, because the Golden Gate Killer, the Zodiac Green River Killer, the BTK Green River. finally got caught. Yeah, so no, that's good. What I'm worried about is the the ones that we don't know that are out there. And what do they? What's the FBI say? There's what thirty to fifty serial killers at active serial killers, or maybe more than that in the U.S. Oof. at any one given time. Yeah, I know we have lists on the show right now. The Long Island serial killer. Oh yeah, I I, I still think it's rich. <laughs> nah. Hey, hey, you were in Long Island during those times. Mm, yeah, I don't know when the last one was, but that's that's freaky because you know I uh, Rod, I don't know if you know Long Island, but there's uh, the Barrier Island where Jones Beach and Robert Moses is. And I couldn't tell you how many hundreds of times I've been down those roads and that, in the, and the reeds, you know, just, I think on the yeah, bay the side is where they drop the bodies and is somebody got the bodies. <laughs> Thanks. <Jeff. laughs> and well, now, now that's the other thing. I, I don't know. Somebody saw a body oh. flying over in a helicopter and I, I learned how to fly on Long Island. And so you, you dropped the bodies out of a helicopter. 
That's yeah. pretty ingenious. Uh, yeah. Good job, Rich. Which the the other part of that is everybody flew like 100, 200 feet over the beach. I'm shocked. No, well, I guess they're always on the sand side, on the ocean side, not on the bay side. But I'm shocked nobody saw that before because that, that was going on for like a decade or two, right? Yeah, it was going on for a decade or two, and it was going on for a decade before anybody knew that there was a serial killer. Yeah, that that's yeah, it's kind that's of pretty messed up. Yeah, oh, they're 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 unique people. Yeah, um, I read a book by one of the FBI profilers. Uh, you know, the guy from the Mine Hunters. Yeah, John Douglas. Yeah, he talks about the difference between serial killers and spree killers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. There's a difference. The They'll FBI treats them differently. Really? I, wow, went to a, I went to a couple profiling schools with a guy who's funny, Greg Cooper. He took over the behavioral science unit after John Douglas left. And he and another gentleman out of Utah taught profiling courses and it was pretty cool to sit there and talk to a guy who actually sat across from um, Manson and Bundy and actually had talked to him. It was kind of interesting to talk to him. Oh, I, I, I would be flipped out to be in the same room with those people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had one serial killer that they, I don't know, in John Douglas's book, they talks about that the guy was like, uh, he just basically is like one of the people that they based Hannibal Lecter on. Yeah. In Silence of the Lambs because he wanted to be a part of like the team to catch other serial killers. Well, that's that, the guy from California, the big guy. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was the hell was his name? He had killed his mom or something like that? Yeah, or? and a bunch of people and he actually got caught because he loved law enforcement so much and he wouldn't fight the police. He just gave up yeah yeah then he's like oh, oh wow. uh, I'm, I'm 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 stopping to be a serial killer but i want to help you catch other serial killers and it's like dude it doesn't work that way <laughs> you just can't say hey i can help you catch a serial killer how can you help us catch a serial killer because i they am one what the? they actually consulted yeah. with him on stuff they did they did uh and uh basically he he considered he's like oh he, that was like his favorite time is when they would consult with him. And he was a large individual. That's a big dude. Yeah, he was like six eight, six nine, something like that. Yeah, I can't think of his name right now. He was sudden, but... solid. Uh, what was stupid. his name? I can't think of it right now either. Oh my god. Come on, Rich. Uh, this stuff freaks me out, man. I, I'm I am too G-rated for all of that stuff. Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper. There you go. It was Ed Kemper. Yes. Yeah, he was big. He was like six nine, I think, or something like that. Six eight, six nine. You watched. You said you watched the. Um, did you watch the little serial killer thing on Netflix? They had a little documentary series on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I did watch that, and I read the books on the Mine Hunters books. Which was uh, interesting, but how they profiled, and that's what one of the things I found really interesting is because I thought spree killers and serial killers were used interchangeably, but it's not. Yeah. Their psychological profile is 
it's totally different on both. So I'm guessing a spree killer is somebody that goes out on a rampage, like the guy they, that killed all of the Asian uh, massage girls. Yeah, they go on a spree. It's a short period of time where they kill like two or more victims, I think is what it is. Okay. Yeah, actually, two or more victims. Ted, Ted Bundy and his and one at the sorority, he became a spree killer if they were in. He, was, he would have been defined as a spree killer. Yeah. But a serial like killer nuts. kills over years. It's they can't stop. A lot of a lot of spree killers can go on a spree and just never kill again. Uh, and they'll kill like I think, mean, like we said, yes. Yeah, under I don't know the exact thing. It's like two or three victims under a certain amount of time. And then you're just a spree killer. You're not really a serial killer yet. Yeah, serial killers is when you get to the point where you can't stop. It's like an addiction. Yeah, it's just kind of say Rich, that. you should, Rich, you should actually get go get on books. The one he's talking about, Mindhunter by John Douglas. It's a great book. It's it's very interesting. It is. It's a very engaging. It's pretty. Yeah, they they did a they did a series on Netflix about it, but the series it's a two season series, but it doesn't it doesn't do it justice. The actual. Do it because they, uh, you know, they change some stuff around. They dramatize sure. some stuff on the TV show. But if you actually read the book, it's like the mm -hmm. non-dramatization of it, so gotcha. you actually get the facts, and uh, it's, uh, it's very interesting. Chuck Norris Gun Club says, "Walked, <laughs> walked in just at the right amount of time." You <laughs> dude talking about Ted Bundy. Y'all cowards don't even serial killer. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, it's 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 you that a little time. Off track there. Yeah, that's the show, man. We we get off track. We talk about guns sometimes. We come on here, and we don't talk about guns. Uh, like I always point out, I had a three-hour conversation with uh, Tony Simon about. How Karen's lead, it was literally three hours. How Karen's <laughs> lead to socialism. Uh, you're not wrong. It started out with, man, I saw this video of a Karen, and three hours later, it ends with, and that's how you get socialism. <laughs> like, how the hell do we get here? See, you're right. We got called out. We don't even serial kill. What, what the hell are we talking about? Jesus. <laughs> Damn! If it murder, if you get huge pay for it, it depends on who you kill. Ooh. You know what is that saying? You kill one, you're a murderer. You kill a million, you're a conqueror. You kill all them all, you're God or something like that. Yeah, no, there is. Yeah, that saying. I don't know. Ed Gain. We'll talk about Ed Gain later. Uh, Ed Gain yeah, is yeah. He is the. Uh, Psycho is based on him. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also based on him. Hmm. The one that freaks me out is John Wayne Gacy, man. Pogo the Clown. Yeah. The Clown. <laughs> That's like... Rich, yeah, Rich you is like, go do some homework. You really yeah, do. Start yeah, Rich Dude, doesn't... I, I'm like G-rated, so I, that stuff would start, really disturb me. Start with John Douglas' book Mindhunter and then just go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the serial killers in Alaska, they have an an extraordinary amount of serial killers in Alaska. In Alaska. Yes. Well, that's what Is that what Vanessa Kitty was saying? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll stick to 3D printing stuff. 
Just just read Mindhunter. It, you'll, yeah. it'll, it'll send you down a rabbit hole. Oh, dude. No, no you'll just hooked. You will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, it's see, very that's what I'm afraid well, of. Well, Mindhunter is more not so much about the serial killer, but about the way that the FBI is uh, profiling people, develop mm-hmm. the science of profiling. Gotcha. And they, they're, they're freaking exact. They're like, you need to look for this. And the police would be like, oh, no, that's not the way it is. It's going to be this. Nope. It's going to be this wow. is how old he's going to be. It's going to be this is his race. This is what he's going to look like. He's going to have a speech impediment. Well, I thought all serial killers were white guys. Okay. No, no. Uh, the majority uh, are. The majority the, are. The majority are, but they're, okay. but like, for example, the, the one in Atlanta. That's actually that Wayne actually Wayne. that was the guy that was killing the black kids, right? Yeah, Wayne yeah, Wayne. yeah. That's actually in there, and uh, like they didn't want to raise racial tension because he's like, oh, oh we gotta look, we gotta look for a black guy, and uh, and they're like, well, you can't say that, and, and they're like, no, it's gonna be a black guy because serial kill. It's not because we're being racist. Just serial killers do not usually. Cross race um, lines. Cross they race don't kill lines. outside their race. No, they usually don't. That's so, wow. If you That's so, fast. if you see a serial killer with a, if you see a bunch of black people being murdered by a serial killer, it's gonna be a black guy. If you see a, a white guy, it's gonna be a white guy. Hmm. It's the way it is. rare for them to kill outside their race. Oof. Just you, evil you need stuff. need to start reading, Rich. You'll, yeah. you'll thank us for it later once you dive into this. What I can't sleep anymore. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm not familiar <laughs> with mind killers, only mind hunters. I would have to look into that. All right, guys, but that is it. Yeah, the D, the DC the DC sniper wasn't a serial killer. They were spree killers. Spree killers. Really? Yes. Yes. Huh. There's a difference. Read, read, read mind hunters, and that's where they go into all the different things. But yeah, Very they're called book. spree killers. My, actually, I think they talk about that, how the difference between a spree killer. I think that's one of the examples that the guy uses yeah. is the DC snipers. Hmm. That's your homework, Rich. <laughs> Do it, Rich. Do it. Yeah, or you're fired. No, no. Uh, well, there, there are some good things to that. All right. Well, yes. Cool. Oh, they're a crazy. Are you guys? <laughs> and you guys thought I was crazy when I said John Benet Ramsey. It's Katie Perry. Katie Perry. <laughs> oh God! Don't he? He better not even start on that crap. Oh my God! All right, everyone, subscribe to Shooting Garley New England. Let's let's get them to a thousand subs. Come on. Yes. And and Joe out there, you got to oh. do an intro for one of my other videos on my other channel. That will get you to that one subs, guaranteed. All right. With that said, I'm gonna go to Rich. Rich, give us your plugs and plug. Don't forget to plug your channel. A channel. Yeah. So, uh, YouTube.com/slash Flying Rich, and there's YouTube.com. And I don't even know what it is, but it's Flying Rich Vehicles. I just started posting on. Utreon, uh, so they allow gun content. No, oh. so that, that's kind of cool. I know where. Uh, sorry, the, the, forget that you guys saw that. Do not <laughs> answer. <laughs> there you go. Yes. All right. 
now i'm gonna kick it over to rod rod thank you for coming on the show i gotta have you back on no thanks for having me on i was uh, let's just say i was honored to be asked to be on here i'm glad you did i appreciate it it's been a good time um and all i'll say is go to aegisguncare.com you won't be you won't be disappointed. We make it, good it, products. We are good people. And, you know, so we have, I just started a YouTube channel. I even got two people subscribed. So <laughs> videos. I'm killing it over there. So uh, we have Facebook just, and Instagram. So do, do you have a, like I say, you do have a YouTube channel now. Yeah, I just, I did some videos, just promotion about our products and, you know, I'm just just starting. I started playing with it. So, oh, uh, like do you I have said, a I, link for it? Not offhand, though. No. I, I, the whole YouTube thing is so new to me. I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm just bumbling through it. So. You have three now, and uh, here, everyone, <laughs> if you could, this is going to be my channel. I'm going to put it out of here. Everyone, go and subscribe. I think that. I think that works. Yeah. I'm just going to try to do videos about gun care and other little weird things I said. Not just. I think I might have to uh, it's, it's a take off the channel. But I do most of my stuff on Instagram. That's where I put most everything yeah. on there. But Yeah, that's where I've seen it. But yeah, Aegis Gun Care. You have three subscribers now. Let's see if we can get that up higher. <laughs> Are we Now you have seven. Oh, my God. You've tripled. Look at that. Tripled. <laughs> And while you're all at it, go to Instagram and follow us. Oh, now you have eight. Wow. Let's get them to double digits. Instagram is Aegis Gun Care. That's where I've seen your videos at. Yeah, I've been putting them on there and sharing them back and forth, learning how to do all that. I, I'm such a noob at doing a lot of this stuff. I've always been on Instagram for years, but trying to do all these videos and stuff's new for me. So I'm having fun messing with it. Hey, you hit 10 subscribers, Aegis Gun Care. There we go. So everyone can now go and watch you do your awesome videos. Actually, I'm going to order some of your stuff uh, probably here in the next week or so. Well, and remember, hashtag Joe Juice will get you 15% off. 15? 15% off with hashtag Joe Juice. All right. I will be doing hashtag Joe Juice then because I'm going to be buying some. And Hopefully, here in the near future, we can make Joe Juice a reality. <laughs> we'll see what there, happens. There you go. There you go. All right, guys. We'll be back. But today, Thursday? Holy crap. Who do we have on the show next week, Rich? Uh, Monday, Larry Sharp, uh, my buddy. Good, uh, and good guy. Former, uh, let's see, he ran for governor in the state of New York. And Tuesday, who do we got? I know we got Monday and Tuesday booked. Huh. Why is it slipping my mind? Anyhow, we got Larry Monday, Tuesday. I know we got booked. I, I'm booking Wednesday and Thursday right now. So, Swamp Dog, we already talked about Gary Post. <laughs> that's, that's what started the whole damn conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's where we went off the rails. Yeah. Uh, should we tell who we, the big name that we, might be having on, or should we just keep that a secret? Well, let's hold off on that because uh, he hasn't gotten back to me. Okay, all oh, right. You see how you are. The big name was uh, Rod from Asia's Gun Care. 
uh, everything after this is kind of a letdown, but you'll be you'll do it. <laughs> with with he 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 has a massive following of eleven people. Now, hey, um, shooting gallery in New England could learn a thing or two from me about YouTube. Yeah, look how look how look yeah. how much he grew look, in just Look at minutes. his rate of growth. Wow. Just saying. All right, guys. Um, with that said, I want to kick it over to Rich one more time. Hey, Rich. Uh oh. Vanessa Kitty. Go, go subscribe to Vanessa, Vanessa Kitty's channel. Vanessa Kitty. Oh, I will. Awesome. Vanessa Kitty is a good egg. By the way, Rich. Yes, sir. 